Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and it's time for my favorite, your favorite. Listen, they say you should never pick a favorite child, but let's face it. This one's a lot of fun, and y'all should be watching it. It's so bad. It's good. And then there's a ding at the end, because that's how good it is. I'm here with my buddy, Josh. Josh, how are you doing? Woo! As my mom's favorite child and your favorite show, I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantabulous. I'm doing, as you said last week, a word that we've never used before, stupendous. Uh, we're getting closer to WrestleMania, so stupendous. Are you doing you know, stupendous today? I am feeling great. I am feeling energized and ready to go. Mm. I am feeling stupendous. Oh, astounding. Dynamite, if you will. Dynamite. I'm ready for you, Cody Rhodes. I'm ready. By now, Cody Rhodes has already debuted. He had that hot debut, and everyone's talking about it in the (laughs) wrestling world. And you and I aren't going to do that because we're going to talk about something even more fun. And that is you subscribing to Fightful Overbooked over here on the channel and hitting that subscribe button and hitting the bell for notifications. Maybe even leave us a thumbs up. Get it. Two thumbs up. Leave us a comment as well. We love talking to you guys. I will. I will personally go back on my own account i will reply to all of you i'll, I'll do it joel seen i do it i make sure i always reply so i'll be the reply man i will go through and reply to you so if you want a big old smooshy smooch from this guy comment easy i want a big old finger poke <laughs> that yes. could be interpreted very weirdly joel well <laughs> In January of 1999, WCW decided to take that literally. True. Kevin WCW, Nash. we're back again, guys. WCW, we, we talked about WC, WCW in our very first episode. I personally promised you that we're going to talk a lot about WCW, especially its latter years, in this show. And I wasn't lying. Now, this... Listen. The finger poke of doom. It's been talked about to the death. But, but, we're always here to find the good in everything. And this very thing may be the the epitome of this show. So bad it's good. Because while a lot of people, and hindsight is 2020, will go, this is the day that killed WCW. This may be the day that WCW started for me. Because I love the last couple of years of WCW. The last three years, two and a half, whatever it is. It's my favorite time in WCW because it's truly just, it is so bad that it's good. I think people need to get a refresher as to what else is going on in mm. WCW literally on this program. Great idea. Kevin Nash has won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. He has defeated Goldberg after Goldberg's illustrious 173 and 0 winning streak. Beat him at Starcade. Big baby face moment after Scott Hall had stun gunned Goldberg to death, something or other. So that happened. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair defeats Eric Bischoff in a winner take everything <sighs> match. Whew. Sorry. Ric Say Flair is WCW off. president. Ric Flair is the guy, I guess, who runs WCW now. Uh, that happened just before Starcade. Uh, what else happened before? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Hulk Hogan is running for president. And leading into January 4th, 1999, he is going to announce his vice presidential candidate. 
on Nitro. At least that's what his promo is. So just giving you an idea of where we're still at. Yes. Oh, by the way, Goldberg uh, has, there have been allegations against him of uh, sexual assault by one Miss Elizabeth. Oh, so yeah. It's a, it, it's a time. January 4th, 1999, maybe. Would you say that's one of the most infamous dates in professional wrestling history? Yes, because here is the final big thing that happened that people don't necessarily remember. While the finger poke of doom is the thing, that'll put butts in seats is a very famous line people remember. And it was uttered on January 4th, 1999. Because on the opposite channel on Monday Night Raw, a taped show, by the way, because remember when Raw used, I think at this point Raw was live every week, but for some reason they were doing one week of live and one week of taped. They used to do that sometimes. They'd do like a week on, a week off, whatever. Mankind, Mick Foley, was going to win the WWF championship from from The Rock. Um, in, I don't think I've ever heard a louder crowd reaction when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out and then Mick won the championship. And it was just like a crazy moment. But it was on a taped show, which yeah. is is ballsy, especially when you've got Nitro running live every single week. They never really had taped shows. Um, so yeah, Tony Schiavone come out and said, Hey, that'll put butts in seats. And that's what it did. It, it put did. butts in, it put butts in seat. Now, also on top of this, you got to remember WCW, uh, they're not at their peak. They're past their peak. They're entering their very their much down years. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Um, but they are in the, in Atlanta, Georgia. They're in their, their home field. They're in the Georgia dome. There's a lot of people in this arena. There's, they, they, they're selling out arenas and stadiums everywhere they go. WCW are hot. They're still hot at this stage, I, I would say. I don't know if they're selling out the Georgia Dome, but I think... Eh, they got okay. pretty close. They got pretty close. Doing Come it. on now. I know that WCW is looked at as a very ha-ha time, but in 99, going out in 98 to 99, at this point, they were still hot. Yes. We're going down at this point. Oh yeah. We're at the, we're at the top of the mountain now. And now it's just, there's only one way to, there's only one way to go. And that's, that's down. And they, they certainly, they certainly go down fast. (laughs) A heap of flames. Mm. Let's get into this before the match itself. Kevin Nash comes out and he's cutting a fiery hot baby face promo. Talking wow. about those allegations faced by Goldberg, saying that they're fake oh. and trumped up by Hogan, and also saying that Goldberg got screwed at Starcade as well. Basically playing it all up and saying Hogan wants a match against Kevin Nash. Well, he's got it. And then Ric Flair comes out and makes the match because he's WCW president for whatever. Because uh, again, he beat Eric Bischoff in a winner-take-everything match. And who says WWE was original? Uh, um... Ric Flair is the president of WCW beating that silver fox, Eric Bischoff. Um, listen, I can't say that I was watching WCW at this time. I was four years old, so I was definitely oh, I was, not watching. I was watching. Were you a WCW boy, were you? I was watching both, but I was more okay. of a WCW fan at the time, and then eventually Ooh. I switched over. Well, you had no choice. Um, but listen, <sighs> and listen, I've obviously watched this a lot. I haven't watched this show that much, like this whole Nitro. I'm sure I've watched it at some point in my life. Um, But going back and looking at all this, I'm like, oh, yeah, Ric Flair 
was the president of WCW for a hot minute when he beat Eric Bischoff at Starcade. You said he beat him? Yes. In December? No, it was the week before on the oh, Nitro okay, gotcha. going into Starcade. What? Because that makes sense, doesn't it? What yeah, the exactly. heck? Starcade is their WrestleMania, is it not? It is. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, Ric Flair's the president. He makes this match. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. I made a mistake because I'm sure it. people in the comments are going to be like, I don't know when Starcade 98 was. Starcade 98 was December 27th. Ric Flair beat uh, Eric Bischoff the yeah. next night on Nitro. So now we're oh. two weeks past Starcade. Gotcha. 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 All right. Regardless of anything, um, Kevin Nash is the WCW champion. Hulk Hogan is, and by the way, Kevin Nash is a white hot baby face at this point. Um, yeah, going into this match, and Hogan is not because we had the two NWOs. You had the Wolfpack, and you had NWO Black and White. Correct. I just want to make correct. sure that I'm 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 not misspeaking at all here. Um, were you a red and black, or were you a black and oh, white? Wolf Wolfpack all the way. Come on, Wolfpack. Look at the headphones, that, the mask. of course. And I have, I have both. I, well, I have an NWA black and white shirt, but I have a Wolfpack shirt. But that theme song alone is like so good. Genuinely, two great theme songs, actually. Wolfpack and NWA's music, great songs. Um, but yeah, if I had to pick, it's it's Wolfpack all the way. Kevin Nash, big sexy. Come on, come on. And I listen, it. even in that stage, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, good man. Anyway, Hogan comes out. In his blackest attire later on in the night and his whitest sunglasses. Black and, and white, baby. Still doing the, uh, the presidential 2000 gimmick. And he's like, I was going to announce who my VP was, brother. I can't do a Hogan voice right now. Probably ever, actually. Who, who no. do you think could have been the VP running mate for Hollywood Hulk Hogan in 2000? In 2000, I think that the only logical explanation would be, let's see, I'm going through a list of names in my head, who was in WCW at that point, who was a good friend of Hulk Hogan, David Arquette, sure. Oh my god, the winner right there. Mm. I was going to say Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Ed Leslie the uh, Disciple. Sure. But I like your better. David, David Arquette would be a big, big VP win. Let us know in the comments, who would Hogan have as his VP? And hopefully we never see that. So anyway, Hogan talks about the Goldberg allegations and he says, we have to do something about this deviant brother. And then Hogan says a whole lot of nothing, but talks a lot. And then Eugene, <laughs> thank God, he says nothing. He just talks he about does. it. That's just what Hogan does. He just says a whole lot of nothing and says brother on the end of every sentence. That's every Hulk Hogan promo ever. I will say as a, uh, a, 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 a really, uh, quite a frequent watcher of 83 weeks, with Eric Bischoff, um, <laughs> for reasons we, you know, the context <laughs> is what died. I'm watching it for. Um, but I will say that they actually talked about this very show a of couple weeks they did. back, maybe a month ago, because it was like the oh, a little bit more than a month ago, because it was like 25 years since it happened, or 23 years, or something bullshit like that. Anyway, okay. anyway, so many years since it. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. 
Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And they said that Eric Bischoff says he, he regrets a lot of his creative time within WCW, but at this point he wasn't writing WCW. He did say that um, he had stepped away from the creative side of things, and this is when Nash was kind of in the thick of it obviously. Um, and the whole sexual misconduct angle with Goldberg and Miss Elizabeth was actually meant to be a lot more. And they were going to use certain terms on this episode of Nitro that Eric Bischoff actually shut down. He said, that is not happening. I don't care if I'm not in, it's still my company. Um, you are not talking about what they were going to talk about. You can already know where I'm going. I obviously won't say it, but you can see where I'm going. Just think the worst that you could think in those allegations and that's what they were going to talk about on WCW Nitro. So this, that whole sexual allegation misconduct thing could have been a hell of a lot worse if it wasn't for the Silver Fox. Well, there you go. Mean Gene Oakland, by the way, does a bang-up job of explaining every bit of nonsense Hulk Hogan has to say. And then Hogan accepts Nash's challenge. And Hogan says, I'm not afraid of the big bad wolf. And then we're off. Literally. Yeah, brother. it's really bad. <sighs> So Goldberg's released from custody just in time for the main event. <laughs> <laughs> because of course he is. True. <laughs> Hogan comes out. He's got Scott Steiner with him. Kevin Nash comes out. He's got another Scott with him. Scott Hall. But doesn't he know that Hall tasered Goldberg? Like, what, listen, what's going listen. on? Listen, listen. Let's let's rewind here because you just you just dipped over the fact that yes, Goldberg was released from custody because it was it was found out that Miss Elizabeth was lying because the yes. police were like. I'm basically questioning her all night on this episode of Nitro to be like, hey, what did he look like? What what was going on? When did he do this? When did he do this? And then all of a sudden, you know, they talk about how the fact that lying can also get you jail time and blah, 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 blah. And let's not forget, Bill Goldberg approached one of the cops and said, buddy, I donate to the police foundation. Yeah. I can't be the guy who does And I'm like, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work ever. Just because you donate to somewhere doesn't mean you can't be a piece of shit. I'm sorry for swearing, but bleep me out. But what the nah, hell? What so the weird. actual? What the actual? Yeah, like I just can't. I, I. There are so many words I want to use right now that will just get us demonetized in a heartbeat. But what the hell is going on here? He he literally said that line. He said, I donate to the police here in Georgia. That means I can't do this kind of stuff. You know me better than this. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I give money to your cause. Like Miss Elizabeth is just in the room with the police and she's like, he was a man that followed me from my car. And I'm just like, what is happening to this situation? So- but so he was released bad. from custody, to be completely honest. Um, and he, he made it back in time to his job just for the main event for that last few seconds of Nitro. A little bit late. Cause, uh, yeah, just they, either way, Scott Hall, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash come out. They're hugging. They grant. So the match begins. They do the whole hoopla. They have mm-hmm. Michael Buffer. They give him a big old wad of cash to come in and do the announcing. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Crowd's going off too. The crowd, the they, they are into this. I will say that. Superstars doing superstar things. Main eventers in WCW. They're not known no. for their great matches in the main event of WCW. No. Hey, they're known for great matches in the undercard of WCW. That's a 
that's not up for question. But their yes. main events are arguably just dog crap. So they grandstand to start things out. They're building anticipation. They're Ooh. spamming the taunt button for you gamer fans out there. That's me, guys. I'm the gamer right. of the of of. Oh, I guess you're a gamer too, Joel. But eh, sometimes I'm a I'm a gamer. <laughs> ah. Kevin Nash has the center of the ring. Hogan's walking around him. Nash shoves Hogan, and the crowd is going wild. And then it happens. Kevin gets fingered. Me too, brother. Um, but he just. He just, he just, they walk up. There's so much, and they're, they're just, uh, and I will say, respect in the business, brother. Kevin took a gnarly back bump off that finger poke. He Oof. liked, uh, yeah, he really got mm. it. Mm, selling it. Respect in the business. Protecting the business. Kayfabe is alive in this match. <clears throat> brother. <clears throat> Goldberg drives it. Oh, sorry. Let's rewind. Finger poke happens. One, two, three. Hollywood Hulk Hogan is the new WCW World Heavyweight Champion for the 27th time, I guess. And then True. Goldberg drives up just in time. It seems vroom, to be, vroom. seems to be the, the, the way that this show works. He's like, just honk, honk, I'm here. I didn't actually do that to Ms. Elizabeth because I donated to the police force. I'm here to save the day for WCW because of this horrible mess that's just happened in the ring. Now, I will say... You're a WCW guy. You watched this live? Yeah. I don't remember watching this live, but I very well did. Most likely. Okay. So at this point, when you're a youngster watching WCW, did you it and all in your brain go, oh, that was awful? Or did you think it was cool? Honestly. See, I was a young Jewish kid, and Goldberg being a Jewish wrestler who kicked ass, I was all about it. Mm-hmm. So I was probably I was 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was probably like, oh man, Goldberg, you couldn't do like, awesome. I, pro- I probably knew, but I was still into it. So mm. I just they remember seeing you. It. They had you. Yeah. But I was, I was a, a kid. kid. I was supposed to be worked. Like that's the way. And I was probably yeah. like super bummed out that Hogan and Nash were back together. I was super uh, bummed out that no. Goldberg lost the W the WCW world heavyweight championship. I was True. bummed out by that. So then Goldberg shows up and I'm like, yeah, Goldberg, like 11 year old me or 12 year old me is probably like, Goldberg's going to kick everyone's ass. He's going to yeah. do it. Does the spin kick beats the shit out of Scott Steiner and catches him in the stomach. Good stuff. And then he gets Scott Hall and does the thing and gets everyone out. And then the WCW belt takes out Bill Goldberg because because for some reason that thing's heavy enough to take out Bill Goldberg. So Goldberg Listen, recovers. Goldberg's and hits a had a spear. rough night, my guy. He's had a rough night. Not physically. Goldberg <laughs> hits a spear, and then all of a sudden, out comes Lex Luger. He's gonna fend off the NWO, and I'm like, the hell he is. Lex Luger. That turncoat Lex Luger beats up Goldberg, of course, and then we got cattle prods and spray paint, and Eric Bischoff's in the mic, and he's yelling and screaming and going, shh. As they're doing the spray can thing, and then we're out of time. Woohoo! At this point, Mick Foley had already won the WWF title. Oh yeah, they were they, they were, were done. It was game they over. Were, they Long were probably run. they would you know, twice removed. He could have won at this point. Listen, I think this sums up WCW. If we're breaking it down here, um, this sums up WCW's last few years pretty neatly. Is just doing a lot to get a very minimal outcome, to be completely honest. It's just back to square one. They were they were lost for ideas. 
And they just said, hey, NWO work. Let's put him back together. Um, they would do that just, a lot of times. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Did they do that a lot? WCW, all credit to him. The NWO was hot from 96 until 98. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. By here, it was a pretty stretched out idea. It was probably hindsight is 2020. It's probably time to end it, but let's just start it back up again and run it back. And it did what it did, but it's, you know, it was what it was. I don't, do you think this is really the night that it all went sour or do you think it was actually before this? I think this was the, or the actual turning point. I think Goldberg losing the streak, that was the real beginning at the end. Yeah. I think people saw the way that Goldberg lost and they said, well, we're done here. They got nothing else for him. And then by the way, WWE was hot at this point. They were doing everything right. Um, especially for someone, you know, you're going into your teenage years, you were like, Oh my goodness. This is like the best thing in the world. There's half naked women. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of really fast paced action. Something that WWE did really well in the attitude era for all the stuff that did wrong in the attitude era. And there was a lot wrong. Um, far, it was pretty fast and a lot was happening at once, but not in a messy way. Like WCW was just throwing everything at the wall. WWE right. knew what they were throwing at the wall and they knew what would stick. And you had Stone Cold and you had Rock and you had, you know, Triple H and the McMahons. It was just WCW was doing bad, but WWE was also just doing really, really good. That's so right. it was just a mess from here. The the finger poke of doom really was doom for WCW. Last week we didn't give a star rating. This week I'll give a star rating because I we forgot. We keep doing that. I'm just really bad with that. I should be the one that's – you do everything else. I should try and remember that, but – I'm a dumb little boy. Um, so I can't remember anything. Um, but I'll give a star rating to this one. Listen, for the actual execution of the finger poke and the actual, listen, just to talking about this night alone and the execution of it, I'm going to go with three and a half stars out of five. Okay. I don't know. It could have even been done. Listen, if you really wanted to do the finger poke of doom, there's probably better ways to do this than this convoluted mess. I'm going to give it, Four and a quarter stars. Whoa. I would give it five and a quarter if it had happened at the Worcester Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts. Mm. I would for those also, of you who don't know, hey. for those of you who don't know, just just look it up. You'll figure it out. If it happened in the same place as December to December, I would have given it eleven stars. But mm, that's right. Good callback last week's episode. Hey, mm. next week you want to talk about uh, you want to talk about flip flopping and flying? Do you want to talk about Hulk Hogan again? Because we're going. <laughs> I don't, but we're going to anyway. <laughs> SummerSlam 05. Get ready. Get subscribed. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. Josh, where can the people find you on the internet? At Josh Robinson underscore zero zero. You know what I'm about to say. I'm a pretty damn good time. Come and hang out it with me. Is in fact a very damn good time. It's Fightful Overbooked. Go to youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked or FightfulOverbooked.com. If you're listening to us in the podcast realm, leave us a five-star review. It helps us. Get a get your thumbs up going on this video. Subscribe and hit that bell. Get your notifications. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you next week for... Uh, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.